can't hear me, I do sincerely apologize, but you should be able to. <laughs> well, that's the that's the name checker. <laughs> I was I was not expecting that. Looks like Stay focused, you know. Again, no job is worth your life. Exactly. Because worst case scenario, something happens to you, they got somebody already lined up to plug into your spot. That's just what it is. That's just the reality. We can brag all day long about a day's work for a day's pay, but you know, in the machine of uh, the working class, if a gear goes down, you take that gear off and you replace it with another gear. That's happened to me several times. Uh, will it happen again? I'd rather it not happen again, but you know, I'm not in control of life. I don't have a heaven or a hell to put anybody in. And that's just what it is. Now, saying all that, I said that to say this. Before, we, so I'm sorry to cut you off, but before we get started, because Twitch is starting to, it's flagging us and stuff, and I'm about to get this out of the All way right, real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, please do. Copyright disclaimer under Section 107 of the Copyright Act of 1976 is allowances made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit, educational, or personal use tips the balance in favor of fair use. With that being said, sorry, Brando, for cutting you off because I'm getting real sick and tired of the the copyright um, flags. Everything that we're doing here is for fair use purposes only. We are not profiting off of any of this. Absolutely not. As of yet, but once we do, we'll go through the proper channels to use everything that we're going through on this show. Exactly, because we believe in the law. 
as bad as the law has been to our people, we still believe in it. You know what I'm saying? And we're we're gonna do things by the book, and that's just the way it's gonna have to be. And nobody can tell us different. We're doing this out of passion, out of love, and you know what I'm saying, trying to get to another level. Exactly. And for those of you guys that uh, I reached out to early in the week, I actually it was just networking on my part to uh, reach out to different people. And you've uh, you've already followed our page on Facebook. I thank you and I appreciate you for appreciate you for that because it's like you know it's an upscale it's an upscale uphill whatever battle, and we're we're just we're we're just trying to survive. At the end of the day, we really are. We appreciate you, know you guys so much. We thank, we thank you so very much. much. Tell your friends about us. Those of y'all that reach, that I reached out to, just making conversation, and y'all agreed to follow us. Reach out to your friends. Tell them about us. You know, we're not IGN or superhero hype or any other big guys, but we're here and we're gonna have our voice heard. Exactly. So, with that being said, Brando, what's on the agenda for tonight? I know that... First things first. You got a lot of things on your mind. Yeah, first things first. Uh, This particular article blew my mind. It completely blew my mind. And it's just... I wasn't surfing for it specifically. I just... I get on my feed and I'll see stuff that piqued my interest and I'll even share it to our Facebook page or I'll comment on it. You know, we at the, and every comment would be, we at the duality fix feel and, and does so. All right. This particular issue, it hits home, but it, it doesn't hit home in a certain way. Courtesy of Sports Illustrated, and, I, and this is everything I'm about to say is a paraphrase. This is not coming from me directly. SportsIllustrated.com has ran a story that one of our personal heroes here at the Duality Fix, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, has seven siblings, brothers and sisters. That he ne- that were born before him that he never knew about that were fathered by his father, a uh, legendary pro wrestler, rest in peace, of course, Rocky Johnson. It just it hit me so hard because all of these I read the article in depth. Uh, I didn't spend the whole morning on it, but I spent a significant portion of the morning on it. He has seven siblings, brothers and sisters, that were fathered that were fathered by Rocky Johnson before he was even born, before he even met the Rock's mother. And all of these siblings, you know, courtesy of Sports Illustrated, it's one article. You can go to sportsillustrated.com and I'm quite sure you can pull it up because this is gonna be big in the coming weeks. I already know it's gonna be big. Uh, these seven siblings were by different women. They were all born before The Rock, you know. So growing up, I'm quite sure he didn't know anything about them. But after this article has been been uh, after this article has been published, it has been published by the way, SportsIllustrated.com. Uh, he has seven siblings, brothers and sisters that he never knew about. Uh, fathered by his father, Rocky Johnson, for different women. 
Now, this is not a moral issue to me because I'm not finna go into that because uh, on a personal level, uh, it affect it affects me on a personal level, and I'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, but you know, it's just it just it blew my mind. You know, back in the late six, back in the sixties, well, fifty. I'll go back to the fifties. The 50s, the 60s, and the 70s, it was a different, different culture. There was no social media. Uh, there were people under the microscope, but they weren't under the microscope like they were today. Like every time uh, if LeBron James puts out a tweet or Kevin Durant or Floyd Mayweather or Snoop Dogg or any of these guys say one tweet is blown up throughout the Internet. There was no internet in the seventies. Anytime they one of these guys farted, it goes goes the list. Pretty pretty much, pretty much. You know, uh, there was no social media back then. You know, and people kept their business, and people were more discreet back then. They kept their business to themselves. So these ladies that he's fathered these children by, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't pursue him. So these kids grew up, you know, either they not knowing who their father was, or they know who their father was. But he didn't have anything to do with him. And that's according to this article, ladies and gentlemen. This is, uh, don't shoot the messenger. That blew, that you blew my mind whenever you sent it to me. Yeah, it blew I'm, my mind too. I'm sitting up and reading. I'm like, what? I was like, what? And it was a little thought in my head for years. It's like, wow, The Rock. You know, I know he got all his cousins on his mama's side that he grew up with and played with and everything. Like, Wow, you know what I'm saying? He got they they never had any other children besides him. You don't hear but it. Come to find out, his daddy had plenty, had seven before before him. Now I'm I'm questioning if his wife actually knew about any of these extra kids. You know, well, you know, if she did, I'm 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 guessing. This is just a guess on my part. We're not being judgmental here to dwell and fix. We're not putting a spotlight on anybody. You know what I'm saying? We're taking the position that the article says uh, the sibling that got in trouble, that got got the ball rolling. She's doing a documentary about it. You know what I'm saying? Her name is Lisa. You know, uh, she says she does not want money. That was the first thing that she that popped up that she you did know, not she want does money. Not want money. She does not. Uh, she is not expecting any. She's not expecting any acknowledgement from Dwayne himself. No. She understands what she understands. She's hurt, but she understands fully that you know what I'm saying. Dwayne had no parts of of the decisions his daddy made. She also understands that he that he's a multimillionaire now. Absolutely. That this is gonna affect this is gonna affect him a lot more than it's gonna affect the seven of them because of the status yeah. that he's in. You know, and because you know what I'm saying, it was all. Uh, they're doing their best. They're not being discreet about it, but at the same time, they're not trying to hold him hostage. Now, I'm not talking from just a financial sense, but just from a, or just from a sense that you know, oh, he don't acknowledge us. They, they, they're not in the position at all. Because I read the article, ladies and gentlemen, and in the article, uh, everybody is doing every every one of these siblings is doing fine. Exactly. They have their own kids, their own families, and their own careers. They're not multi-millionaires, but they're living their life. They're laymen. They're working men and women, and they're not, you know, they're hurt 
by the decisions that their dad made, but at the same time, they're going on with their lives. They just, you know, they're trying to reach out to let other people know that have gone through this. And there are plenty of families throughout the world. You don't have to be a celebrity. We grew up in a small town, and these things happen. Like, I was discussing this with Zero earlier. There were men in this town that had 20 kids. <laughs> Uh, 20 plus kids and that honestly blew my that blew my mind when you told me that it's like you know and this actually comes from a personal stance as well because as you know I just recently found out that I had siblings yeah that I didn't know about so I'm like huh this is it's like yeah full circle you know what I'm saying it's like it's happening all it was happening all over the world see in the old days back in the uh uh, predating the United States, you know what I'm saying? Right. When men had big families, when men of renown had big families, everybody stayed in the same compound. A, a prime example is from the Bible, uh, Abraham. He had his wife and that set of children. He also had a mistress and her set of children. You know, but that's another story for another time, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm not coming from this from a bitter uh, standpoint, I'm not, and obviously, obviously, I'm not coming from it. Neither zero from a judgmental standpoint. <laughs> We're just, you it, know, blown if, away. You know what I'm saying? If, it, that, if anything, I'm, know, I'm definitely not coming from it from exactly, a better standpoint. Because it's like, you know, we we've been following Dwayne Johnson ever since before he blew up, when he was just in the re- wrestling, which the Hollywood community actually looks down upon. That's a, again. That's another story for another time. But he's blown blown up into this multimillionaire. He's almost billionaire status. He's uh, just around the corner from that, you know. Because TikTok publishes net earnings. You know what I'm saying? I'm. You I know, can't. I can't uh, believe they actually got away with that. But you know, it is what it is. It's public knowledge, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the point we want to make is that Dwayne had no part of his father's decisions with these other seven kids. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? The Um, Wayne's out there living his life and doing his thing, not even knowing that these guys are existing. Exactly. And all of a sudden, they come out. It just came out of nowhere. And the sibling, her name is Lisa, who reached out. She she couldn't, obviously, because (laughs) of all, obviously because of his status, if you want to contact him, you, you gotta go through his You gotta go through the low lawyers and the publicists. And according to this article from Sports Illustrated, she got no response. I we're not pointing a spotlight on Dwayne for that. No, because I don't even think I don't even think it's him. I think they're think they're at this point they're saying, Oh, it's a it's a money it's a money they, grab. They just they just want some money, no. No, they're trying they're trying to get down to the bottom of it and yeah. actually get to know their sibling. They exactly. They, they already said they already came out and said that they didn't want any money. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was uh, I don't follow Sports Illustrated that much. I've always known about it. I I actually had a subscription to it a long, very long time ago when I was in high school. But that again, somebody else bought that for me, and it's another story for another time. But it's like this, uh, it. And the cliche thing is to say it blew my mind. It's like you know, it blew, uh, blew 
at this point, blew, blew your mind is out the window. Exactly. Because when I think about the wrestlers, uh, it coming to my conscience just a few seconds ago, Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, and Stone Cold, all of them have siblings. And they, and they all, and all of their siblings grew up in the same household. Right. You know what I'm saying? They know, they know who they see. And I'm quite sure it's other, uh, right. it, 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 it's, it's a whole bunch of different wrestling families. You know what I'm saying? They know who their siblings are. The Hearts family, the Von Eriks, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, I can't imagine what Dwayne is feeling right now. I know he knows about it. He has to know about it because now it's it's literally. I think he knew, even before this article was published, I knew he knew about it. But But Dwayne is not a drama king. Every time he's on social media, it's always talking about his business or his daughters uh his daughters his it, uh he's always saying he got a big smile on his face lo- we're proud he, of him we love him we you know what I'm saying we've always followed him we you know he lo- he's a personal hero of ours he lo- he loves those girls I can tell you that right now yeah. he he, he loves. started the wrestling in he started in the wrestling industry he said I had seven dollars in my pocket I asked my daddy to train me and he trained me then my then me and my dad got in contact with WWE. It was WWF then, and they said, "Okay, bring him up. We'll give him a shot." Before they got before they got sued by the by the World Wildlife. Uh, oh yeah, that was, yeah, that's way. Like I said, it's way back in there. This is twenty five years. I couldn't believe that they got sued for that for some initials. I didn't even think it was that serious. It was all. Uh, a bunch of legalistic crap, you know. Well, you know, you know. Another story for another time, ladies. Well, you know, you know, um, the the Wayne got was trying to had a cease and desist against his initials for the XFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard. Yeah, that I, got yeah. that got dropped real quick. Yeah, that, yeah, that was just foolishness. It was like you know, I'm like seriously, y'all go y'all go sue him over something that don't even look the same. Okay, we're not preachers. We're not uh, philosophers or psychologists. We're not attempting with this information to advise Dwayne or the family no. in uh, any kind of shape, form, or fashion. And we're not trying. We're not trying to defame any of them at all. Let me you put that out saying? there. You know, we're. This is not a defamation you know, attempt at all. It, absolutely not. We uh we heard about this situation this morning. It blew my mind, and because I have some, we have some of the love in our heart for Dwayne, uh, the wrestling industry, his father, and all the old school cats. You know, we had, to talk, I just, I, I, I couldn't, I, I wouldn't have been able to sleep if I had just talked about it and addressed it in some kind of way. And we're not being the typical podcast or you should do this or you should do that or Vince was wrong or why don't, why did Undertaker do that? Or, you know, you know how these, t- you, y'all know how these uh, podcasts go sometimes. They be very judgmental and like, well, we don't think John Cena should have had a 20th anniversary uh, celebration. That type of shit. And, you know, we we, we we not with that. You know what I'm saying? We'll talk about these things and leave it to the public to have scrutiny about them. And that's how we feel about it. And uh, at, the end of, at the end of the day... Uh, it's a tough situation, and we uh, we pray that uh, we we hope and pray that uh, they'll continue to get through it. And I will be we will be first in line to see that documentary when it finally comes out. Oh, it's co- uh, you know it's coming. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. There's not uh, 
it's still in the it's still in the filming process. They're not done with it. Yet. So we can't we can't sit up here and lie and say, oh well, it'll be on Hulu. It'll be on Netflix, HBO Max. We don't know what they're gonna do with it. No, but they're still filming it. They're still, and still, still it, in the baby stages. We, it's still in the baby stages, and when it comes out, we will be the first in line to watch. Whether it comes out in theater or however they're gonna do. Something tells me it's gonna go. It's probably gonna end up coming straight to Hulu. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, it's gonna come. It's gonna come straight to Hulu. That that right there is, is big enough. Hulu's big enough now to where it's not gonna affect. It's not gonna affect yeah. the theaters. They're gonna make the money off of it. If that's the intended goal, is to make money off of. It, but I doubt it. No, I, think I doubt. Because like I said, all these, all these, uh, all these ladies and gentlemen are living their own lives. They're not destitute in any shape, form, or fashion. They're. Uh, they're paying their bills. They're working their jobs. They just they want to know their family. They want to know their history. And they, I respect that. I know that reading the article, they did find um, Rocky's brother. Bye-bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uncle did. Uh, they did reach out to the uncle. And the he, uncle has embraced him. He, he embraced him and told him, welcome Absolute, to the family. Absolutely. And he's I'll, been with him. And he's met with him on several occasions. Uh you know, I didn't even know Rocky Rocky had a brother. Neither See, did this, I. This is me being I'm being educated too, ladies. <laughs> I truly am. I didn't. It's I a didn't unique situation. It. We're not gonna throw salt in the game. We're not gonna throw out judgments or moral questions or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's just a a group of people that want to find their family. They want to find their roots. Right. There is one thing. There is one thing that I do want to talk talk about if we if we're winding this one up. Yeah, um, there's are. there's a video that's been circulating on social media. I don't know if you've seen it yet. Oh, I've seen. The uh, what? I already know what you're talking. You about. You know what I'm talking about. The, yeah, go, about yeah. the lady going off on the guy for bringing his kid McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, um, first and foremost, this is my take on it because I was raised by a single mother and I'm a, I'm the oldest sibling of of four. Being completely honest, if he is honestly bring, trying to take care of his kid, let him take care of that kid. She tried to berate him on social media, and in my personal opinion, from reading the comments on this video it, from multiple sources, that completely backfired and it showed how much of an ass she she was. Me, seeing that, it's very, very personal. Because my father, our father, I'm sorry, <laughs> our father, uh, took care of different kids for many, many years. Many years. Without question. So, because of the example of our father and because of who I am, how I feel about it, is it was a judgment call. Now, you're looking at this situation, I'm going to say what I said on Facebook. I have to look at this situation through uh, different kind of lens, a spiritual lens. Yes. What would Jesus? What would Jesus do? Yes. Now I said that to say this. He had a situation. Jesus had a situation where it was a uh, four thousand or five thousand people. I don't know. I don't remember exactly. You know, I'm not a Bible scholar. <laughs> right. And you know he had powers. He was supernatural. Or whatever. He had one one little kid's lunch, and he fed all these people. They didn't know him, rat shit from Rice Krispies. 
I'm just telling it like it is, ladies and gentlemen. It's a judgment call. If this man had fed all of those kids, cool. If he hadn't fed them, he fed them. That's also cool too. It's a judgment call. Yeah, but the way this woman had no no right not to put pressure on him. Not like to berate that. him on berate him on social media like that. I mean, posted the whole video, yeah. thinking that oh, everybody gonna take her side. No, like, and, and, and it's very crazy. She's in a nail call, salon. You call this man and say your baby hungry, but he showed up with the food. Oh, you didn't buy nothing for everybody. And get get this, she was in a nail salon getting her nails done, talking about her kids ain't ate. See that part oh, of it. I ooh, didn't know. when oh, I when that, I found that, that, that out, that, I was heated. So oh, I was heated. That was so that that's so I, weird. I oh, was my God. so heated. You, know. you got you got one hundred and twenty to one hundred and fifty dollars to go get your nails done. Yes, I know how much that costs. Don't don't yeah, judge me. Exactly. I got little girls. I, you know, one hundred and twenty to one hundred fifty dollars. You know how much food that could have bought? Exactly, especially in this inflation. Exactly. You could have fed your kids, but no, you out there trying to get get gussied get right up. For the, right for the club. Let's just call it what it is. And then you have uh, Dollar Tree that's been, well, not Dollar Tree specifically, but people that have gone to Dollar Tree in this inflation and made uh, meals. Are, 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 making, are making meals from stuff at Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree, Dollar General, Family Dollar, they and all And it's not giving food. kids the, the runs. You know, so they, I'm just... It looks good. Put it out there raw as it is. You know it what look, I'm saying? It's like, you know. These meals actually look good. Yeah. They absolutely. look really good. I want to try some of them. Because I was just asking, I was asking Zero. I was like, does Dollar Tree really sell cold yeah. grocery type they food got, like Dollar General and Family Dollar? They got, they got a whole cooler section in the back corner of the store down You're, the street from us. You know what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen? You know, I, 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 I hate to get too personal with it, but like, you're looking at someone after my mom died, I was still buying. A bunch of groceries as if there were two people in the house i had to realize that it was just me in the house so i started doing the family dollar dollar general thing buying bits and pieces of stuff and creating meals so when i see these tiktok videos it's personal for me because i went through that and i did we did it myself nachos or uh sandwiches or whatever you know what i'm saying i did all that mm -hmm. i didn't have lettuce and tomatoes Pickles and olives was my lettuce and tomatoes, ladies and gentlemen. I went through that. So when these we, people post these videos, I understand where they're coming from. It's, especially if they have kids. We've we've all we've been through that. I'm I'm a husband with a wife of four kids. I've been through that. Hell, some weeks I'm still going through that. But you make do with what you have. And I it's have, not political. No, we're needing no, 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 no. I'm gonna put it out there. This has nothing to right, do with politics. This is about surviving. This is about right and wrong at this point. This and Dollar General, you know what I'm saying? I wish I was a stockholder. Dollar yeah. General fed me when nobody else would. I'm just gonna put it out there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be straight up, straightforward in your face. Tell it like it is. What you see is what you get. Pretty much. Huh? Who is it? It's just uh not now nah, you got like you got like messed up. <laughs> you it, got it, like messed up. No, I'm not. Situation. <laughs> Man, but that lady berating him on social media like that for coming and taking care of his kid. I'm sorry, but man, that it blew my mind because I've seen things like that before. I've but seen them too. But this right here was so Yeah. 
it hit different. In, it was, the, in the social media age. You yeah, know what it, I'm saying? It just everybody got to put, like, everybody gotta put what? something online. I'm sitting up like, what? Why would you? And then she, what kills me is that you didn't even wait till this man showed up at your apartment. You were at the nail salon. Yeah. Getting your nails done. Exactly. Like with me, when nah, I post on social nah, it media, wasn't a, it wasn't you'll a joke. see me throughout, uh, po- that couldn't have been a joke. throughout the week. Uh, because I'm in a spiritual mind frame. I'm on the back of that truck. You know what I'm saying? My body wants to quit, but my spirit won't let me. And that's why I be post- posting about about my job and about uh, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I try not to do the angry posts anymore. Oh, they, you know what I'm saying? According to this, they, apparently it was a joke. They were trying to go viral. I'm going to backtrack that and look that up. What the hell is all this? Huh? That's my life. No, no, these comments. She, she commented. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when, when you pull it up on the laptop, it blows up the perspective oh, for oh, you. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to go and find that. I, if it's a joke, then they just... Um, <laughs> well, they were... <laughs> they, got, they got some people going. Well, they really... Well, they they, they good actors. Right? <laughs> you know, they good actors, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, you know... Let me see if I can find it real quick. I saw that it, it, it was personal for me, ladies and gentlemen. It's like, you know, I'm, you know, to quote HBK, Shawn Michaels, one of my personal heroes, I'm an emotional guy. I'm sorry, I am. You know, that doesn't make me less mascul- masculine or any less of a man. It's just that what my character is, you know. And I see things like that, and I'll... As a, as a, oh my God, as a sufferer from depression, seeing something like that triggered me. I'm sorry, it did. Let me see. I didn't blow up, I didn't really comment on it until now. No, she, um, apparently this girl is speaking out now saying that, um, the viral video was not staged. Oh, okay. Explains why she exposed her baby daddy. I'm like, you didn't expose yeah. anybody but yourself, girl. See, ladies and gentlemen, I'm from the old school. <laughs> so is uh, Zero. You, you, Me, you know what I'm saying? There would be no such thing as a baby mama because uh, in another lifetime, in the multiverse, in another, in an alternate universe, I had chill. If, if, if a woman come to me and say she was pregnant, we're not talking about abortion. We're not talking about you, my baby mama. We're getting married. That's how I was raised. That's uh, that's how I, that's how responsible I feel about things. Uh, and that's just what it was. And uh, before we get into the rest of this, I got to call. My greatest wish was always to be a father. I've been wanting to be a father ever since I was a teenager. Not that I actively went out and tried to get somebody pregnant, you know. That would have been obviously irresponsible, but I've always wanted to be a father. And I've seen examples, you know what I'm saying, uh, of guys just running out on their kids, black and white, you know what I'm saying. It's not a white issue. It's not a race issue because I've I've seen that from different parts of the the world happening. Absolutely. Just what we were talking about with Rocky Johnson. Look what look, yeah, what look at this situation. Look at that I situation. mean, all of it. You know what I'm saying? We're all connected in the great circle of life. You know what I'm saying? Now that's from a movie, but it's relevant. Never, uh, never count out movies 
when it, when it's something to be learned. Exactly. Oh, Robert Downey Jr. can't teach me nothing. He dre- he dressed up in a big iron suit and pretend <laughs> pretend to fight aliens. <laughs> you don't understand. There's a deeper you don't meaning really behind that. Really understand what's going on with all of that. When those guys put on that look at look up the videos when those guys put up put on those suits going into uh, St. Jude's Hospital or going to these charity events. Absolutely. Watch the ki- watch the kids light up. Absolutely. Watch them smile. And I'll take it back to professional wrestling. I was watching Wrestling with Shadows. It's a very popular documentary. It's 25 years old, just like Batman and Robin, the movie. Uh, and, t- and this they interviewed this one uh, lady, and she was like, uh, and, uh, following Bret Hart gave me, uh, it's a paraphrase, following Bret Hart gave me the will to go back to school. And now I'm in computer science. I'm doing all right. And that's because I followed the example of the hitman. You can't, you know, you can't, what I'm you can't beat that. You know, there, how many people have have uh, pursued what they wanted to do because they're thinking about LeBron James? Well, how many people have g- g- gotten into music because they're like, if Michael Jackson can do it, I can do it. If Prince could do it, I can do it. If Jay Z, Beyonce, Eminem, Kelly Clarkson, uh, Avril Lavigne. Just pick a name, you know what I'm saying? It's not that we worship these people. We we throw out these words like idol and worship and all that. I don't feel like some folks are worshiping these people. I feel like they're just following they, their example. They have Tupac. They have the uh, the passion for the art that they created. Exactly. Yes. But exactly. There is one guy that I credit to me start me starting this and starting Crash FM back in 2010 and most people don't know this but um, if you listen to Sirius XM um, Hits 1 Channel 2 on, on the series on Sirius XM his name is Spider Harrison I've been listening to him for when I say forever I mean forever uh, Kid Craddock if you remember him he um sure don't he, uh, he had a same he time. had a show on 101.9 um, Star FM back in Monroe at the time and he passed away in New Orleans um, due to a brain aneurysm. Nobody knew what happened. Exactly. He was um, doing exactly. his um, charity event, Craddock for, Craddock for Kids. Exactly. He, he's another person I, I looked up to and part of the reason why I started Crash FM. Exactly. Part of the reason why I do my online thing now. Mm-hmm. Because I saw I saw the joy in their faces. I saw, I saw the actual passion behind it. I heard the passion behind their voices when they were on, when they're on air doing this. So it drives me to do the same exact thing. George Lucas, Stephen King, J.K. Rowling. Those are my writing mentors. There you go. It's, it's not that we idolize these people. It's that we appreciate they're not, the they're art. They're not our gods. No. Long story short. <laughs> no. It's, we appreciate the art that they put out. We appreciate the things that they're, they're out there doing. So, so that's basically what it is. And speaking of J.K. Rowling, controversy all aside, she's still my hero. I'll pick up a Harry Potter book, book tonight and read. That's not what I'm going to do, but I'm just saying, should I feel the need to? I will do. I will what, still do that. What she's going through right now is just stupid. But she, it, it's but bullshit. W, that's how I feel about it. I think it's bullshit. Warner Discovery has pulled her back into the offices. And they are communicating with them now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Discovery, absolutely. Discovery you know pretty much said, bullshit aside, 
let's get back down to business. Exactly. How can we make this money? <laughs> yeah, that too. And and another reason is uh, the basic reason she inspired a generation of kids to read. This is something. So when they picked up her books, they weren't just reading her books. No. They started reading. Period. And that's a great thing. Cause she blew up before the internet and before the social media internet era. You she, know what I'm saying? Did you know she wrote her books and donated them to libraries first? No, I didn't know that. The first Harry, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone over in England. Philosopher's Stone, not Sorcerer's Stone over here in the US. She yeah. donated them, donated copies to the library before she actually sold them because she didn't know if they would sell or not. The her publisher kept saying these books are not going to sell this is yeah, not going to this is I not going to take off yeah, and they, look yeah, at they this they told her straight up she was working as a teacher they say do not quit your job because uh more than likely these are not going to sell we're going to publish it she let they're probably not going to sell she laughed Lo all behold, the, she laughed all the way to the bank lo and behold she laughed all she's still the way. a billionaire she laughed all the way to the bank Cause those books are gonna last the test and of time. She's a, and she's on George Lucas uh, status now. She got so much money that you know she can just give it give it away. And still, when George, exactly. When George Lucas sold Star Wars for four billion to Disney, guess what he did with the four billion? He donated give it. Away, all of it. He donated it. All of it. And he still got that's, money. That's what you do with the money. He still got money. So somebody asked me a question. Oh, uh, it was 20, 2007. Or 2008. I can't remember which which was. It's like, how can God trust you with a million dollars? You give you give me that money, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna mostly give it away. I don't need a 30 room mansion. If okay, I'm gonna buy a 30 room mansion. Damn right, I buy a 30 room mansion. Guess what's gonna happen though? Dark Knight Rises. Halfway house for the poor. People who ain't got no house. Those people who I see every day standing on the corner with those signs, they're gonna have a house if I have if I have anything to say about it. And that's just what it's gonna be. I don't need 30 cars, 30 or 50 cars. Why do I need 30 or 50 cars? Explain it to me like you I'm a five-year-old. You can only drive one at a time. Just saying. You can only drive one at a time. Why do I need why do I need a house on every coast? Why do I need that? I don't. And that's just what and that's just what it's gonna be. Man, oh man, oh man! So many, so many things happening in in the entertainment industry. Ow. Um, art. Let's let's bounce right into it because this is this is a segment in itself. Entertainment news. R. Kelly. You know the scandals that's going on going around him. He had he had he been sentenced to thirty years for sex crimes. Sex tra sex trafficking, to be exact. Thirty years for sex trafficking, and he's probably going to end up serving seven seven to ten of those, and then be out on parole. But here's my thing, though. Jalene Maxwell. Everybody knows the name because of Jeffrey Epstein. Again, he didn't kill himself. Anyway, she gets sentenced to 20 years for sex tra trafficking crimes. She actually had a hand in doing this. But she only gets sentenced to 20 years versus R. Kelly's 30. I'm not going to stay on the air the reason why. That's not what I'm here for. I'm just saying that if you're going to be harsh on this man, and he has literally millions of dollars, he could probably he could have bought his way out of court and and pretty much said not said no. Why not treat Maxwell the same exact way? 
Exactly. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. Why he get ten years more? And they uh they both were doing practically doing the same thing. You know what I'm saying? For and the for the same amount of time. You know what I'm saying? And most of the pe- and most of the people, most of the girls that claimed R. Kelly did that, their stories were cookie cutter. So they got dismissed and thrown out of court. Fifteen to be exact. Fifteen of those girls had the same cookie cutter um, story. And it got dismissed. I'm not saying what he did was right. I'm not saying what she did. I'm not defending anybody in any kind of way. Wrong is wrong. When it comes to kids, zero tolerance on my my end. Um, Exactly. It's just, uh, you know... It is a very, very messed up this, situation. This is a different world. This is a very different world. You know what I'm saying? My, I wish I had. I wish I could go back 30 years and put the mind I have now into the body I had back then. You know what I'm saying? Because God knows, you know, when you're a little kid, you're not paying attention to the news. No, <laughs> I didn't. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you don't know what's going on. I'm still learning about stuff that happened uh, when I was before I was a little kid, when I was a little kid. And obviously, after I was a little kid, it's just, you know, this is a very different world. Uh, I didn't start paying attention to the news until after I graduated sixth grade. When my sixth grade teacher told me when I went and picked up my diploma, make sure you watch the news every day because you never know what, what's going to happen. And lo and behold, he was right. I didn't start paying attention to the news really till 9-11. Oh, my, I'll just be oh. honest about I'll I'm just be honest about it. Hello? That was a wake up call. I didn't. A lot, of, a lot of us still haven't woke up. Didn't expect to show up to school school that morning. I everybody gawking at the TV. I'm like, what are y'all watching? I look up like, holy shit. I'm in college. I go into the classroom. I hadn't heard nothing. You know what I'm saying? And these ladies are to you. You know there were a couple of older ladies in the class with me, and they were all talking about the Pentagon is on fire. Like, what? The, the Pentagon. So we go into the, so the dude conduct uh, dude conducts the class business as usual. We get out of class. I go to the student union building. I'm going in this building and I'm seeing on this big TV there the wide screens wide screens in the student union. Planes are flying into building, you know, buildings. I'm like, what movie is this? Not not, that's not a movie. We were li- we no were living CGI. that. And here's the thing, though. When OMG. We're sitting up and changing classes. In my second period class, I'm in seventh grade at the time, and we changed classes, and I'm watching on TV screen. I'm looking on the screen as I'm walking into the class. I'm like, hold up. He's flying way too low, and then next thing you know, boom. Oh. Second second building. And then I, you know what I'm saying? I'm surprised I didn't crap myself. It's like, oh, oh my God, this is it. This is All ha- that end of the world stuff they talking about, this is it. We're all going to die. Man. Wow, wow! But it was something. I do have to get. I, I do have to give props up to United ninety three though. Oh yeah, they <laughs> fought the old bastards. They fought. They fought because they. If it wasn't for the fact that they were delayed on the runway, they were delayed on the runway. Everybody else had taken off. These guys had planned this attack, sophisticatedly planned this attack. But they weren't expecting for a plane to be delayed. They weren't expecting for a message to go out saying that the World Trade Center was here. But once those guys got word of that, 
They fought back. That pl- United 93 was headed for the nation's capital. It didn't make it to its destination. Absolutely. It crashed in a field somewhere in Pennsylvania. Pe- in Pennsylvania. Wow. It just something. It, what a world we live in, you know what I'm saying? It, a bunch of lovely folks who will never know what they did for our country. Pretty much. Their families do. Their families do. Their families yeah. do. There's a there's a video on YouTube that you guys can go and check check out. I'll post it to the page later on. Um, it's actually the voicemails from some of the people that were on the planes. And there's one where it was a 911 dispatcher talking to someone inside of, side of the one of the towers before it fell and the line got disconnected. Yeah. I, I heard that, I heard that I had to, heard that for the first time and. I literally had a lump in my throat. Yeah, it, uh, to imagine what that man was going through. Can't bef- imagine before that tower fell. Mm. Okay, we can move on to a lighter note. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Please and thank you, cause that's how I'm getting yeah, getting kind of depressing. Very intense. <laughs> uh, as you know, next week. Thor, Lo- Lo- Love and Thunder, yes. coming out next weekend. We yes, we're very excited. Me personally, He's so hot. now, oh my god! Now, with me, <laughs> I'm personally excited for the performance of one Christian Bale. He's the villain in this piece. I I followed this man for the better part of 20 years, and I know what he can do as a villain in a movie. He's a chameleon, and I'm very curious to what he's gonna do. Early reviews. I've seen some early scuttlebutt on it, and they say he's blowing it. Up, he's doing what he always does, blowing it out the wall. What I want to give uh, attention to is some interviews he's done, and of course, the question always comes up: Would you be Batman again? And he <laughs> said, uh, and basically said, if Christopher, if Christopher Nolan is involved, I'm on board. I'll do it again. Man. We agreed only to do three, but if he wants to do another one, I'll do it. If Christopher He's no- a class act. If Chris Nolan is class making act. another Bat Batman, best believe that um it's th- it's still the time again. He's a class act. And then he was talking then they also interviewed him like, Well, you're playing a villain now. How do you feel about that after playing a hero uh for those three pictures? And he's like and he basically said what every other actor has always said, playing a villain is easy. He said Chris Hemsworth as Thor has the hardest job. Me, I got it. I got it a little easier. Uh, the <laughs> villain, you know, you know what I'm saying. When you're playing the villain, it's open. Yes. And stories that that have come out about all kinds of stuff he's trying to he tried to do with this role. Some of uh, some of it is left on the cutting room floor, but the early the early reviews, the early screens are saying he knocks it out of the park. And because he's another person, a hero of mine, I can't wait. That's good. That's gonna do. I cannot wait. They've shelved this. They've shelved this movie a couple of times. Um, pushing out, haven't they? No, they haven't. It's okay, come, so it's it, on it, time. It's come out right on schedule. Okay. You know, another another show that's um in the le- in the last little bit of um of actually showing on Disney Plus is Miss Marvel. I cannot honestly cannot wait. I've been holding out and holding out for all the episodes I to drop. I haven't watched none. Of them. I don't want to watch the episodes and get a cliffhanger like I did with Loki. Yeah. Nope, I should have wait. I should have waited. Something told me to wait, and I didn't. 
Yeah. And I was sitting up there waiting every week. What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? Yeah, Loki was something. Man. We can't wait for season two. I can't wait to see Gator Loki again. I know, right? <laughs> Loki is a crocodile. That's the multiverse, ladies and gentlemen. They didn't blew it up. They Speaking of the multiverse, Andrew Garfield has signed a contract with Marvel to appear in new projects, and we're the thoroughly excited about the that. amazing Spider-Man Three may be coming. You know what I'm saying? And we haven't heard much from Emma Stone, but I guarantee you, Marvel's probably working on trying to get her back as Spider Gwen. Yeah, that that'll, that'll be perfect. I can't wait to see her in that tight person. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man. Yeah, she's a great she's a great actress. Yes, she is. I'm not gonna lie about that. I ain't gonna hide. If you haven't I seen I watched something with her early and I was blown away by the performance. If you have not seen Cruella, go watch it. You know what I'm saying? Because she is you know what I'm saying? She's a great actress and she's also hot. You know what I'm saying? You know? <laughs> we're not trying to I'm not trying to be pervy or anything, but it, you, it's you know, the, it's just the truth. We're, we're just stating facts. It's the truth. You are men being men. Yeah. Eh. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not wrong. Oh man. We watched Cruella today. Shall we? Shall we get a little bit of? Shall we get a little bit political? Yes, uh, we can. Uh, Let's not I don't. Say we did. I. I try. We try not to go this route, but um. Yeah, because we're not a political podcast. We're <laughs> movies and video games. Exactly, but, but this right here has been. Ugh. That I've been. A lot. I've been commenting on some of these posts and Brent my monitors are on that's why my monitors are on underneath but I've been commenting on some of these posts Brando's been actually looking at the comments and some of these people are just not getting it they don't get it that's very true you're getting no debate from me in that department they I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw something in the water. Gas prices. Even yeah. I, I know Brando. The president said that until the Russian conflict is over, we just got to deal with. It. I don't really agree with that. No. What do we have to do with Russia? What what they're doing over there? Now my memory is probably fuzzy, and I'm not trying to be trying to sound like a, a conservative or conservative <laughs> or whatever. Because, uh, like I like I was just explaining all, up, uh, earlier, I registered at, a, at the age of 18 as an independent. But that's another story for another time. What I want to say is this. Uh, when the war in Iraq was first announced, I don't remember gas prices going up. Damn. The only time I remember gas prices going up during that whole period was in 2008. Uh, when I personally was working at a gas station and they shot up to four dollars a gallon, man, I experienced that myself. So it is different. But in two thousand three, when they first went over there, I don't remember gas prices going up. They so for him to make this statement like, "Well, when this conflict is over, which we're not really directly involved in, we are sending aid over there, but it's not our war," you know what I'm saying? For him to say that, you know what I'm saying? Uh, when the Russian-Ukraine conflict is over, the gas prices will go down. Basically, is what he was saying. That's my interpretation of it. Uh, my thing is this: with the gas prices, you know, Russia. Crazy. You know, Russia only produces three percent of the gas, right? We're getting most of our oil. Well, produces the oil three percent. We're getting most of our oil from Venezuela. 
Most people don't. Oh, it's not coming from Iraq anymore. No, it's never came from Iraq. Iraq was Iraq was, if I recall, my math was less than one percent. We were solely the reason why we were in Iraq and Afghanistan was because of the war on terrorism. Basically, it had nothing to do with the oil, but we we know that's probably a lot too. Me me personally, we should have just went in there and bomb bombed the entire the entire country and been done with it, but. No, we can't do that. We got to be diplomatic about these things. But everybody's saying that gas prices is Biden's fault. This is not just a U.S. thing. This is a worldwide thing. If you go and look, yeah, because they've been bitching. I I saw a little something where they bitching about gas prices in Europe, France to be be exact. Be exact. Um, the equivalent to gas prices over here, our gas right here in Oklahoma has actually been going down. It's dropped 20 cents. It's at 4.29 a gallon um, on average around the city now. Over in France, I saw one of my friends post. She's saying it's the equivalent of $9 a gallon here. $9 a gallon. Wow. And then you got to look at it this way, that the federal minimum wage here is still seven dollars and twenty five cents a gallon. Steven. So you got to work two two hours to get a gallon of gas over in France. Wow. Hey, Check this out real quick. Let's see. Let's see what Kitty Cat got. Woo! So let's see. Just so we know. Yeah. This is where this is where our petroleum imports you know, are coming from. The top, the okay. So Canada's went up over the most recent years. We get half of our um, petroleum import from Canada. Yep, I knew that was wrong. I just didn't want to call you out until I had facts. Go for it. But they wouldn't finance the guy who created the engine that went off the war. No, I don't. Even, I don't even know if he's still alive or not. Exactly. And the well, planet is. And the planet is 75% water. So why are there water shortages? <laughs> another story for another time. Oh. Okay, so how did they start selling bottled water? That's another thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. Um, if, if we're going to date this, let's date it correctly. On, a, on another note, we go swap out from the political standpoint here yeah. before... I go on another tirade. I don't want to do that to you guys. Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan. He, he came back and did his thing. Yeah. Now, from what I researched online, they originally planned it as a movie. Or a couple of movies. Right. Well, I, I'll tell you what exactly what the article said. It said it was a trilogy plan. But then they were like, no, let's scale it down. We can't. And I think that was the. I think that was the wise choice. We could. They can't stretch it out like that. Yeah. And everybody was complaining about those first couple of episodes. Why isn't he a badass? Why is this black girl here? He's I been, think that black girl did a, a, a exemplary job. Then I was crushing on her a little bit. He's but. been in exile. He's been in exile for. For the time being. Exactly. He hasn't been training. During this part of the storyline, he hasn't been training. He's been in exile. Now, I will say this. The little girl that played Leia. Knocked Leia, it out of the park. She knocked it out of the park. Carrie would be very, very proud of her. 
very proud of her. She would. Man, I would. I was not expecting that performance from Those her. Those last three episodes really sealed it in. Yes, it did. Ewan McGregor, Hayden Christensen, uh, uh, Miss Ingram—that's her name, Miss Ingram. Leon. Uh, all of them did a uh, exemplary. Leon journey. came back too. What? Leon came yeah, back too. At the very, very end, they, yeah, he like you know the spoiler was there, but I didn't click on the auto like uh, surprise cameo. I didn't even click on it. And then yeah. I sat in there and watched it, and I saw him. And I was like, I was, I was that, 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 that was a. Uh, that was full circle for me. He was. He said he had in an interview. He said he was waiting for to come back. As for his character in Star Wars, he was waiting for it. And, and, and he, re- said, he also said that he didn't want him to recast it. Yep. I was like, yeah, man, that just. And I'm glad. I'm also glad that um, uh, what's his name, James James Earl James Earl Jones, came back. Oh, until he closed his eyes, he'll always be the villain's dog. he came. Now I think for the Lego Star Wars, they got somebody different for they, the voice or they whatever. Did. They did. But, uh, they did. For these mainline uh, movies, movies and it's shows, him. it's him. It's him. <laughs> I love what they did with it. You know what I'm saying? It all. Uh, you know, the shot in the arm that Star Wars needed. And I'm very curious to see where they go next. There's some thing, there are some things in the pipeline. Uh, the director of Thor, Love, and Thunder, Takiti Watiti. Uh, <laughs> forgive me if can't, I'm pronouncing that wrong. Can't pronounce his name for, for the life of me. He has one in development. They've gotten with Feige. Feige has a Star Wars movie in development. Oh, yeah. And, and of the, course, uh, John Favreau and Dave Filiani are still involved with it. You know, we're waiting on Mandalorian Season 3. John Williams you know. will not be composing, though. Yeah, no, he's, re- he's, he's retired. retired. And like I said he's before, I'll say it again. I was talking to my uh, Uber driver the night last night. I, he was he was, uh, he was talking about how he's a composer and he likes uh, different types of music. And I was telling about how John Williams was retiring. And I said this, and I've said it many times. I've uh, commented on different whatever. If Johann Sebastian Bach, Franz Liszt, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, and Ludwig von Beethoven were alive today in 2022, they would, they would, shake they would want hand. to shake the hand of John Williams. His music transcends the movies that he does it for. I mean, he was uh, he was born to do music. That I hear that music. I've hear, heard it my entire life. Even when this man was in Paris, I hear this music, and it just is it's on another level. He is the best that there is, the best that there was, and the best that there ever will be. All other movie composers come after John Williams. I'm sorry, that's my opinion. <laughs> you cannot change it. And when we get to the heavenly gates, I hope I can be able to just sit and just listen to his music for hours on end. I'm so serious that, you know what I'm saying, you think about anything that he's done. It doesn't have to be Star Wars or even Indiana Jones. Any any music that he's done, and it just... It clicks. It takes you to, it takes you to another place. 
God bless him. He just celebrated a birthday not here too long ago. I'm glad he's still with us. And if he wants to retire, we res we support that. We're with that. Let he's him, done enough. Let him ret let him retire. He can rest. Let him retire. Like the woman, uh, <clears throat> like the girl told Tony in uh in uh, Avengers Endgame, you can rest now. Thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> With um, any closing remarks, uh, this we actually we actually got over the hour mark today. We yeah, actually I'm thankful <laughs> for that because that's how we started out going over hour, but we, we switched we, it up. We, tri we trimmed it down because you know reasons, but we got over an hour. But Brando, do you have any closing remarks at all? Enjoy your holiday weekend. Happy Fourth of July. A lot of people not going to be able to enjoy their holiday weekend. It's a lot of people. Uh, rich, poor, black, white, whatever. Some people are not going to be able to enjoy it. You have an opportunity to enjoy it, enjoy it. Because we'll never get these moments back. We don't know how much time we have left. So enjoy every moment. God speed and God bless. We do appreciate the ones that actually tuned in over on Twitch and on Facebook. Believe me, I was watching both feeds. Thank you so much for tuning in. I know that the numbers were dying down, but we do appreciate you guys tuning in, especially on short notice for us for doing this. The podcast will be available, and the video, the live, rec the recorded video will be available to you guys at 7 p.m. on Sunday, as always. I'm, I'm zero. I almost forgot my own name for a second. And Kit Kat's right behind her. She's been in here doing laundry, tuning, tuning in every now and again. She'll be contributing more in the, in, in the coming weeks, ladies and gentlemen. Oh yeah. Oh, will I? Oh yeah, you will be. Get oh, ready. No. Get ready. Okay, wait. One more thing. What's that? You were mentioning um, composers that you would like to shake their hand. Uh, let me add to that. John, not John. Elton John. He's one that just like transcends. Yeah. Yeah, he does. We, we love Elton John. I always have. Benny and the Jets. <laughs> we love Elton John. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, what he did with Eminem. Dad right. Grammys. Talking about what he did on uh, Stan. He did Stan. That, that, blew, that blew my mind. He's uh, recently worked with Charlie Puth. He's recently redid a song with Dua Lipa. He's. Elton's doing a lot right now, which yeah. he he's even doing stuff with Lil Nas X at the moment, and that I gotta watch his biopic. That right there shook shocked me. Talk about what um uh, what is his yeah, name? Taron Egerton. And that and I just read an article. I'm kind of, I will go in depth on the next podcast. Taron Egerton. If I'm I, I'm trying to pronounce it right. <laughs> he has met with Marvel. Uh oh. Ooh. He's met with Marvel. And those of y'all who know, you know. He's met with him by Wolverine. That's going to be very, very interesting. We're I'm... going to see how it goes. We They got to get... He's down. He's, the, the, what I got from the article is that he wants to have a little bit more experience as an actor first. And also importantly, Hugh has to approve, Hugh has to approve it. Yes. We're going to see how it goes. 
Hugh we'll does. See how it's go. We're gonna see how it goes. Hugh does have to approve it. Hopefully, he can. I can't wait. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna have to sit down and watch the Kingsman movies and his work. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm I'm unfamiliar with him as an actor. I've heard of him, but uh, you know, I know about his older brother Joel, who's in who's in Obi Wan as uh, Uncle Owen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know, I'll sit down, watch his work. And we'll see how it goes. He's a he's a hell of an actor. He's a hell of a voice actor too. But with that being said, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We really do appreciate each and every one of you. Absolutely. You guys have a happy fourth. Fourth. We will see you guys next week, same time, same place, right yeah. here <laughs> on your Duality Fix live on Twitch. We'll see you next time. And that's a wrap.